0: To podcast this escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast, Danny and I have just uh, escaped the garden of Miss
1: Miss Hawthorne. Well, with a slight asterisk, I escaped the garden. Oh, I stayed in the garden you forever. I disappeared out of existence into oblivion. But that was the room from uh, from C scans. Thank you so
2: much. Thank you for having me. It was absolutely a dream to come on here.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh thank you. All right, so. Let's talk about where did this room come from? Like why a Victorian garden? That
2: is an amazing question. It might have been so long that I'm not entirely sure. I know <laughs> I have a book recommendation for anyone out there. Uh I am Please. a big fan of this book series that I can't remember. Uh, the first book is called Etiquette and Espionage and it follows a similar sort of theme in that it's sort of a victorian style but it's a little more leaning into like steampunk and it's this young ladies school where instead of being taught witchcraft secretly they are taught to be spies and assassins along with good housewives i am definitely
1: into that (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: they're all they all have fantastic names it's all etiquette and espionage waistcoats and weaponry uh oh. manners and mutiny is one of my favorites in there i don't think i've even read all of them but they're just they're delicious they're fantastic
1: yeah that sounds right up my alley i'm not usually a victorian era person in that sort of while but for some reason stories about slightly peculiar girls training schools <laughs> it's such a specific thing that does get me
0: that's why you like madeline so much <laughs> <laughs> It's a good one uh so so that was obviously so that was your kind of Victorian setting is there a reason you, you decided to embrace like the witchcraft aspect of it? Hmm.
2: i think I just find it really cool i I think one of the first puzzles that I came up with was using the blue moon, and mm. I just loved the idea of this blue moon either because of a blue moon in the sky. at first, it was going to be like you have to wait till midnight on a full Mm. moon to read the book. But just the idea of reading this book in the moonlight with these, like, glowing words on the pages was really exciting for me, and I couldn't help thinking about how cool that would be in a real escape room if you had something that turned the lights in there into, like, a black light so that you could see Mm. as if it was that kind of thing. I think there are a few things Mm. in here that would be very fun to do that with. And I've always, like, we've had occasionally
0: in real escape rooms, like, people... Like, using UV light is such a kind of classic thing. But the feeling of, like, the, the difference in feeling of how much cooler it is when the room itself produces or changes to have UV light, rather oh, than just sure. giving you a torch and be like, go ahead, go for it. Um,
1: yeah, we've done a couple wonderful. of rooms that have done that. And it, it, you're right, it has made a big difference, and it never leaves you with that, oh, more UV. Yeah, feeling. instead, it's
0: got such a different feeling of, like, oh, stuff has changed, That's like something's a good point. happened. Um, and so I like that. And this, this like, the idea of having a room change to be, like, the moon has come out and it's a blue moon and th- is, is really fun. There's um, a very
1: interesting mix in this room, I feel, of things that could work great in a real escape room and obviously things that are not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like animating the statues and pro- probably dealing with a cat. I've heard that there is a room somewhere... I don't know if it was in I would not trust J- the in cat. Japan, China. I feel like it was somewhere in that area where you needed to coax a cat to come towards you for something. And I cannot imagine that going well. No. You can't I would trust hate a that. cat to be obedient. You can't trust a
2: cat. The it's statues got its own would whims. be rough because you could totally do the statues, you would just have to pay seven actors to stand entirely <laughs> still in grey makeup <laughs> for hours. Oh
1: man. Yeah, that's true, or how hilarious it would be. They're actually just sort of in the wall. And at some point, when you don't notice, actors replace the statue hands. just <laughs> stick their yeah, hands out? through a wall. Perfect.
2: That's ideal.
1: Could totally make that work. I would love to have seen the wetting the stones to make a message appear in a rail room. Mm, that's would fun, because you could that. do that,
2: right? Because that's like hydrophobic paint. I feel like paint. that
1: would
0: work. Yeah, For right? sure. You, could do, you would have each thing. You'd have a hydrophobic paint that just is something that water won't stick to. So when they get wet... They'll come up with a yeah. message. Uh, I really liked that. That was a lot of fun. As soon as I saw that message, my first thought was like, it said, even the sharpest knife. And I was like, cryptic crossword clue. Let's look at every even letter It <laughs> spells out H-H-R-E. Nope, that's nothing. <coughs> um, and then someone needs a whetstone. We had that whetstone. Now, like, that was an interesting moment because I would feel that, like, finding the stone in the... Fountain and seeing that it is wet and has a code on it would be an indication that you should get the, co- the other rocks wet to get the code. And then we also have the clue. Of oh, are hey, how would you need wetstone? Do a you whetstone? wonder if
1: we need if uh, if it would? How much would people still get it if the stone weren't there, or, or if it was if just the, message, the stone? Like, I like the, the, the message. Was that anything that changed like, when you were putting it? Together? I like the wet. I like wetstone mm. as a reference in there, so I would never want to lose. that. I like
0: wetstone for wetstone. But do
1: you think people would be able to solve it if there weren't a stone in the fountain? It's.
0: I, I don't know. It's interesting. Is that Curious. something that's what changed at all, or do you or did you always have both things present?
1: I kind of went back and forth as
2: to which clue i was using the reason that i kept the stone in the fountain and the piece of advice is that the piece of advice was something that people really struggled with sometimes especially because they ah. didn't connect wet stone to wet stone all the time sometimes they were like we need a knife
1: <laughs> i love
2: my friends um <laughs>
1: Oh, we we like a good pun, so yeah. I think that w- I think that would have worked for us. Yeah, but it um, is hard to say.
2: The other thing is the advice on there. I wouldn't have dared take off because I had advice from someone. Um, in I was having to give them a lot of clues to get the actual. Whenever racked with midnight qualms, meet the gods with open palms. Sure. And they suggested having more pieces of advice scattered around, especially if it could be in the form of like rhyming advice or a saying or something like that would clue people into that. I do feel a lot more comfortable having them in
1: multiple occasions. Like
2: we had a moment during that one where you
0: said, oh, it's going to be, it's going to rhyme. It's going to, it's going to be like a spell or like a saying or something It's going to rhyme. That helps a huge amount.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. Having that sort of level of familiarity for it. Definitely worthwhile. So yeah, I agree with that. I liked having that there. So yeah, it's just a matter of could you get rid of the stone? But it is entirely possible that on its own, just seeing whetstone like that, maybe our brains wouldn't have gone there. Could
0: you have no stone and also no H and literally have it say uh, whetstone? And-
1: that's too much because you have to make a point of that unless you've got an image. Well, yeah,
0: you could do it as an image, have it written down and show them what's written there on the plot. Uh,
1: that's, that's a gamble, I reckon. I don't know. Oh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's interesting to think of different ways you could play it. Yeah, it is, it's, All like sorts it's... of
1: what-ifs. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that, uh, between des- originally designing it, playtesting it, and now, any other changes or anything that's happened uh, over time?
2: I think the biggest change was the flower puzzle, um, which oh. is now a little bit funkier than it was originally intended to be. It was originally... I spent... So long researching this, I was trying to find flowers where basically, if you put them in like a logic puzzle grid, Mm. there could be a different color of each flower. And through the actual like garden and biology type information of what flowers can be what colors, it would become obvious which was which. And that was an incredible amount of work that was fully wasted because I realized, like, (laughs) I will have to give them a literal reference page and it will fully stop being fun. Um, So I was really inspired by, I think, the bakery room where other (laughs) senses were really important. And I thought if we have sticky catchfly um, and the thorn apple, that would be something where... Basically, people just have to think outside of the box and ask, like, and do any of them have like thorny
1: apples? Yeah, Which... that makes sense. And also notoriously, that bakery room using other sensors was really difficult to figure out. <laughs> just wasn't a thing to think of. And yeah, that was exactly it. We just went as a general look. And I I, I think it was, it was exactly, I was exactly expecting what you said you started with. I was... Maybe a logic puzzle grid or just some detailed information. There's also the fact that plants are just super not my thing. So when it comes to researched plants and plant information, I drop out a little bit. I just go, oh my God, I'm going to have to trust someone else on this. So yeah, the idea of looking for trick ways around it didn't occur to me at all.
2: Yeah, I
0: really... It's interesting because like the first, my first instinct was like, oh, do we as characters know enough to distinguish these plants Mm. and i was like well no you can't just you know know which plant is so then i thought well well like i can tell like i can look at ivy and say that's ivy because it would look like ivy but it feels like stupid is but it feels like that's then not what to do because otherwise it's just can i as a person like what do i know like i know what heather looks like i know what rosemary smells like i know what snapdragons look like Like, so So, i should be able to tell them but i can't so i should wait for my character to get the, the knowledge of how to do this. And then so once I, we had well, a book, even, a if we, even if
1: we couldn't use it tremendously, having a book there is enough confirmation that perhaps we can start doing this. But I think um, I found that hard, yeah. because
0: when we got the book, I was expecting it to have like a section on it flowers. It was tricky
1: to know. Maybe, maybe inside the book we needed another rhyme just saying, come on, experiment a little.
0: Because mm. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I, like, I didn't want to experiment, because I, I would have just been using my own knowledge of stuff. Like, cause some of them were like but then were puns. This was, like but one th- of them was that like, it was sticky catch flies. So it was like, cool. It's sticky. That's a fun little pun. But then
1: I Ivy... Is it, is it a fun, a pun? Or is that just well, it's what, just it, probably actually what it actually is? So yeah, maybe we should have been doing exactly. Maybe we weren't being 10 year old enough. A 10 year old would absolutely say, oh, this one says sticky. Mm. Is there sticky? <laughs> so maybe, yeah, we weren't, maybe we felt like we were getting into it. The right amount by not knowing stuff, but we weren't doing it enough by not experimenting. Mm. That's yeah, a, just, that's a funny line to draw. Yeah. That's a curious because then, one. like,
0: because then, like, Ivy, we could figure out was Ivy because because it was clearly Ivy. Like the answer to that was yeah. Like that one's that one's clearly Ivy. True, like I know fair. what Ivy is compared to begonia. Ivy's a climbing plant. Begonia's not. Uh, so I wonder if there'd be like, I I feel like to me if if there'd been almost like. Oh. Or a page of plants where you can see, like, there are lots of plants, but with, like, a really quick sort of... So
1: some sort of halfway and point? And almost do,
0: like, a half-cent, like, just so the idea of, like, ivy is a climbing plant, begonias are, like... True. You know,
1: I reckon, surely, if if we didn't know anything about ivy, I assume you'd have given us that in book form, right? Just to let us know at least. Cool. Ivy is a climbing plant and it looks a little different. Yeah. Something like that. If we're that, fully clueless, that's a, I, that's an easy enough thing to put in if needed. One of the needed. reasons
2: that things are so based on sort of pun type of things in parts of this is mm. that I I don't want people to come into it without knowledge of things and be punished for, for sure.
1: That. Yeah, and yeah, typically. We'd love that and work well with that, Okay, the whetstone thing, saw that right away and great. Yes. I love a good wordy pun. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah. For some reason, when it came to flowers, didn't spot it, didn't take for a long while. And I don't know why that is. Although ah, you it's ridiculous. wouldn't have
2: needed to figure it out until around when you did anyway.
1: That's true. Yeah. Uh, that's true. I suppose we could have experimented a lot more like well before we got the book and at least worked out some of them. Mm. But uh, so yeah, we could have gotten at least things like the catch fly and the snap drag and that sort of thing. We could have gotten that far, but yeah, we wouldn't have known what to do with that information. So it wouldn't have mattered much. Um, but yeah, so we could tell definitely, like you said at the start of the last episode, the whole wordy sort of thing, codes and that sort of thing. That's what you like. This was. There were a lot of letter-based puzzles I and mixing it, and matching like, that sort of that thing. That
0: puzzle of the of what was on the stones was that the stone was that the yeah, stone. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I had a great time.
0: Absolutely loved mm. doing that puzzle. Now, what's interesting is that's the same puzzle effectively as the one that's on the um the the gods' palms, right? Like gods' palms mm. is a series. So it's very similar. Like, I, I like. I love doing that puzzle. It was fun to revisit it again. Uh, was there a reason you did the same structure of puzzle for the two, for those two sections?
2: Uh, sort of. the The honest truth I is they are, that's originally there wasn't a puzzle for the second part. It was you have all the ah. gods open your hand, open their hands. You have all the gods open their hands, and you look around. and By spinning around the garden, you can see written out in front of you. Janice has the key. Which ah. was a nice, so mm. moment, but didn't really provide a last puzzle for people to, like, feel like, yeah, Fair. we got it going out on. And I thought that the changing of having the spaces between letters through, like, underscores to having hands apart was enough of a mm. change that people would feel kind of like, oh, we figured out that this is the same thing, we understand the rules, and we've understood how they're tweaked, um... Yeah, but sure. I also, made sense. And yeah, definitely not a master puzzle designer, and a lot of my playtesters aren't like super experienced with this
1: sort of thing. Sure, I I quite like, especially with the stone puzzle, the different variants in where the spaces works. I didn't notice that at first. You jumped on that right away. Mm, I noticed I spaces, that, uh, but I didn't tweak it. to the importance that to of it. That's me. Was what was so smart, so that was good about a big difference puzzle. between is, those is, two.
0: Is this the and and the same as in the hands? Is the presence of the spaces? Oh, it was the to trying to trying to make it a rhyme. I quite it? liked. Yeah. Uh, I just, I that really like having it space, be mm. like, we know this has to end a word because it's followed by a space. We know this has to start a word because it's preceded by a space. Yeah, I it's found interesting. Really, really, Adding
1: really more fun. rules to make it sort of easier, but obviously slightly trickier because there's more to it. Mm. I think it was an done. interesting it was, combination. It was really, it was really it was a really good.
0: fun way of doing that. I, I loved, I it's absolutely loved that puzzle. <laughs> Funny,
1: but originally the last that one because...
2: actually, sorry, the stone puzzle actually, it wasn't organized that way originally. I had just broken the words up individually uh and so spaces weren't included at all the thing about ah. that was i was very worried that people would make more and more words that weren't correct so the mm. last place t- the the last place testers i had also mentioned the idea of a wraith um and they were very stuck mm. on it and i was like you your character has not heard of a wraith before does that help <laughs> yeah Um, but no
0: it's true because like as soon as you add the spaces we get just enough like it's a tool for disambiguation like it's a tool to be like you cannot put that here because it has to be the end of a word so mm -hmm. don't even worry about like you can't connect these things Mm -hmm. and like it's it's not even that it makes it like easier it just makes it clearer it makes it unambiguous you know it makes you come up with stuff like oh it could be wraith and we never got caught on that because later on we, we realized that will never work like it can't fit together that way like, it's not going to work because that's going to discount other words. that Like, that'll leave us with two letters that don't have a beginning. And yeah, like, that
1: CK was going to go so nowhere. So it really
0: made it, like, come together in a way that mm. was satisfying. Yeah. Like, there was no doubt in, other than, uh, then we had to figure out exactly the, the cadence and the wording of the rhyme, but there was no doubt at the end that like this could be correct am, and maybe it's something else which is good That's did you have any class.
1: question about whether the full stop was necessary because in the end 100 percent, i think it was not but yeah stop. was that full stop ever there i, or I ever originally not there?
2: didn't have capitalization or punctuation either ah. and so i wanted to make it as clear as possible that there were word breaks and that it was something that was like a full sentence that has a beginning yeah, and an end. I think that was, it was really smart yeah, to have. It, that.
1: it was subtle and it worked.
2: It was also fantastic because, um, people had a really rough time with qualms and palms a little bit. Like <laughs> once <laughs> people got that, it was huge because they were like, "Okay, rhyming, we got this." Um, yeah, yeah. It but makes it's such very I- easy to put things together incorrectly. Like you can you can make quack in there. Um, <laughs> the original way i did it my first play testers did quack right away and i was like that needs to go oh
1: my god right <laughs> damn i wish i'd thought of that um it was i'm I'm actually a little relieved that accent wise qualms and palms are going to rhyme i looked true. it up because, online i googled oh, it four yeah. times i was like oh no." <laughs> yeah. I, I have definitely had to fall into that before. Uh, it's been very scary. Palms and
0: palms. <laughs> um, yeah, because that is that is a big thing of rhyming stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, thank you also for getting that hand one uh, as quickly as you did. Like it was you who spotted that Janus was there. I was just stuck on yeah. There's an e y and a t h. They. They. Yeah. And that wasn't even part of it. I wasn't even. Even though we're right at the end, and we know we're right at the end, I wasn't trying to make the word key. I didn't consider it at all. I just went, all right, there's an A-S and a K. Ask. They ask. <laughs> e Janus. That's not right. They ask E Janus. <laughs> um,
0: but no, like, it, it's... And again, we had that, like, had to start with K because of the spacing. I was like, oh, it's going to be the start of a word. We had that same spacing. The spaced out E and K on the hands was like E space K. So you could... Uh, yep. Build words around that the same way. Makes sense. Uh, yeah, it was good. I'm so sad that our cipher wheel is backwards. Thanks, Neil, <laughs> for your backwards cipher wheel. Because, yeah, it was just a rotational cipher. such a nice
1: cipher wheel, and it totally screwed and us for this one. if we didn't have
0: this, we would have solved the puzzle I straight know. away. And instead, it was like, wait a minute, we can do this in a fancy way. And instead, it turns out, oh, cipher wheels. The they're actually, they're, they're actually, you know, unique in ciphering. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: Um,
0: Uh, And they're specific to their own situations. Ridiculous. Uh, But no, that worked out.
1: Well, I I don't think I have too many more questions or comments to say, except for, I mean, the most important one of all. What happened to Mary Fernweather? Where is she? If it's not too
2: strange, I would love to do a flash forward in the story.
1: (gasps) Please.
2: Flash forward to over a decade later. You are now a proud graduate of Miss Hawthorne's covert school for young witches in (laughs) training. And you've come back to meet and talk with your former teacher and former guardian, catch up. And you finally get up the courage to tell her about this little midnight adventure that you had. (laughs) And at the very end of your conversation, you ask, did happen to Mary Fernweather and Miss Hawthorne smiles at you leans in and says Mary Fernweather never existed (laughs) I needed some way for talented young girls like you who are in bad positions to have a little help and I needed some way to scare those other girls into behaving
1: Ugh.
0: Funny I had known this, but I've been dead for nine years.
1: <laughs> Does That's the right, I, re- I rename died. you in my memory as Mary, F- Mary Fernweather. Oh, I was fully expecting uh, Mary Fernweather to be the cat, secretly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> turned into a cat as yep. punishment. <laughs> That's fun, I love That's that. That's how you
1: make someone comply, you turn them into a cat, the most obedient of all animals. <laughs> no,
2: I get too attached to my NPCs to do things like that. I'm
1: really that's not fair. good at
2: having villains.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, love it. All right. Well, I, I think all of my curiosity has been satisfied.
2: Yes, I loved
0: it. I felt when I was drawing this room, I was getting a real uh, Descent of the Culloden's Garden vibe uh, with like oh, the yeah? one wall being the house. funny. And I the... felt
1: very different about it. Well,
0: I mean, it was a very and different room. There, in it, there was that's...
1: no objects in common at all. Fountain? Wasn't there a, wasn't there a kind of I think There was a, de- a, oh, yeah, a fountain? dead fountain, yeah. maybe.
0: Um, but no, look, it was it was it was a cool room. I really like. Lo- it was loved very it.
1: atmospheric. I think this is one of my more atmospheric illustrations. It was uh, definitely a nice. Atmospheric.
0: Space. I could feel the space, like as in my head. Like True. I could really picture the space that we were in, which was great. Uh, I had a little moon dial, <laughs> sundial. Like yeah, it was great. I was fine. I wish I would draw my statues a bit better, because yeah, <laughs> yeah, mine is just little kidney bends.
1: I didn't um, tell you
0: what they
2: were until later.
1: And That's why mine are so exciting.
2: Yes, your weird statues—the
1: saxophone and the rooster. Actually, the one that I called a shark before looks a little bit more like a jockey on a horse now.
0: You just—you shouldn't be able to tell anybody what space is. That's oh, just a blob. That's not a jockey on a horse or a shark.
1: This is art. It's a blob. So thank it's you so art. much it's coming in the coming on. Sky.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, thank you for coming on and running the room for us. It was—it was wonderful. Thank you so much. So if people wanted to see more of stuff that you're doing, is there anywhere that
2: you want to direct people who are listening to this episode? I can be found on social media at cosmic underscore the skin on most social media platforms, not Facebook though. And in addition to that, I have recently launched what has quickly become a sorely neglected blog, which is called, (laughs) uh, My new and yet so sad blog is called Goose Sauce and Alphabet Soup. It's at GooseSauceAlphabetSoup.com. And if I have any other puzzles that I come up with, they will probably go up there along with creative writing and just general sorts of creative things that I do up there. There's also fantastic, fantastic photos of me by my lovely partner um, who has a photography account on Instagram that everyone should please really support. Sweet. Wonderful. Well, I'll have links to all of that in the
0: show notes to this episode, so you should click on those and go through and check it all out. Uh wonderful. Well, thank you so much. Uh for people who are listening at home, thank you for I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh if you want to help support us and the stuff that we do, you can sign up for our Patreon. There's lots of fun benefits there. Uh anybody who is a donor at any level can appear as an NPC in danny's escape rooms yeah. that she decides and i think also in solve this murder arcs yep, in the future as character names.
1: so uh yeah thank you to uh patreon user sticky Catchfly.
0: yes of course um uh we also have bonus episodes for all of our five dollar donors uh they get all of the solve this murder episodes the moment they come out they get the entire arc in one go as opposed to over a few weeks uh they they get our series of Two minute mystery episodes where we solve the two minute mysteries put forward by Donald so Sobel. Uh, we uh, we also have uh, bonus episodes for Escape This Podcast where we are looking back at our first season of rooms and sort of doing a we're
1: retrospecting and yeah. cleaning them up.
0: It's a red, it's a podcast. This Escape for but episodes we, that existed before we had podcast. We're this whipping escape.
1: them into shape because yeah you know uh, for the more recent episodes when we go over episodes that I've written we have to be nice to me because I'm frail. But now that uh, those old episodes are four years old, I can be mean about them to myself.
0: (laughs) There there you go. You can hear Danny being mean to herself. (laughs) And we have other benefits. There are badges for $10 donors and other fun things as well. So thank you, everybody uh, who does support us on Patreon. It makes a huge difference. Uh, And yeah, if you want to help support the show and the network and what we're doing, you can go check that out. Uh, All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Danny, for playing with me. And thank, thank you, you. Cease, for
1: bringing us a wonderful. Thank room. you so much.
2: Thank you so much. I will treasure this episode and not listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Bye, everybody.